Today's daf is Shkalim daf Beis. So we are embarking on a new Masechta, Masechta Shkalim, which is one of the smaller Masechtas we have in Seder Mayed. It is 22 daf. If you look at the page, you'll see that it looks a little different than the standard Talmud Babli that we have. And in reality, this is really taken from the Talmud Yerushalmi. Why is that? So historically, it's a good question. How Shkalim became part of Talmud Babli? When did this become normative? But either way, it is the, uh, it is the only Misechta in Seder Mayi that does not have Talmud Bavli, and therefore we learn this as part of the Daf Yemi. So enjoy. So you have from Daf Beis to Daf Chaf Beis, you have several prakim of Shkalim. The word Shkalim is based on Shekel, based on the Psukim and Chumash, which tell us the following. The Pasuk says, in the beginning of Parshas Kisisa, by Dabar Hashem Moshe Lema. So Hashem tells Moshe, Kisisa Esrosh Bnei Yisrael of Kudem, when you're counting the Bnei Yisrael, V'nasnu Ishkoi for Nafshel Hashem of Kodesam, V'layiyah Bohem Negev of Kodesam. So everyone's going to give a little bit. What are they giving? They're giving something instead of their nefesh. They're giving a kaifer nafshay, like a uh, a kapara instead of their nefesh. So zet yinu kala oivra la pekudim. How much should be given? Machatzis has shekel, a half a shekel of what? That's the half shekel of the standard shekel akodesh, which was asim geira. We'll get into how to do these calculations, but every single person gave a machatzis has shekel. So originally, this is for the pekudehem for the counting of the bnei Yisrael. But we'll see, this was done as a truma Hashem, and these funds would end, up be, would end up being used for the communal sacrifices, the karbonis hatzibor. Every day there was a Talmud HaShachar, Talmud HaShem and there were many things that were brought in the base of Medash, and there was no such thing as a, the fund of you know, someone that was sponsoring it. The way it worked was that the community at large, Kla Yisrael, it was their carbon, it was a carbon at Tzibor, that you yourself, every single individual of Kla Yisrael had representation with these carbonis. The Reish Chaydesh, Musaf, the Chatas, the Talmud Shachar, Talmud Shabbat Arba, and the Karbonis and Yantiv, all these things were funded via the Machsas HaShakel. So it wasn't just simply a once-in-history event. This was, uh, for, for generations, this is what we do. We have this Machsas HaShakel. So when did this take place? This took place, we're going to see in the Mishnah, every year, their fiscal year for the funds was from Rosh Chodesh Nisan until the next Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So it makes sense. You have to collect this right before. So during the month of Adar, that's when they collected these funds. Every single person gave a machsas hashekel. It's not a dollar fifty like we do. It was a lot more than that. It was a significant amount. This was your annual donation to the Beis Hamikdash. So fast forward to today. What from this is practical? So on three different levels, we'll see this play out. The first two are the most common uh, or most the most uh, you know understood is that number one, there's a minog to actually do the machzah shekel. Your tiniest Esther with that uh, your aluminum pan and three half dollars half dollar coins taped together. Everyone touching it. It was funny. Everybody's busy wearing gloves. You know, in some shuls, some people. Everyone's touching the same coins, whatever people are doing because of COVID. Um, but that classic masa shekel, there's a minute to do something like that. Where does it come from? So the dollar is the standard currency we have. 
and half of that, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll do the math later how that makes sense, 1.5, how is that considered a machsa shekel? But either way, that's what we do, that's one place where this does come up, the halacha lemaisa. A second thing brought down in the achreinim is that, I mean, this is found earlier, that there's a minog to read, Parsha Shkalim, the beginning of Parsha Kisisa, every year right around Rosh Chodesh Adar, either the Shabbos before or the Shabbos of Rosh Chodesh Adar, there's a minute to read the, the, the Parsha of Shkalim. And the third thing, which is going to come up throughout the Masechta, is that we see from here, this is the source for how to appropriate community funds. We'll get into questions of forcing people to pay the concept of ha'asher la'yarbe yamit, many other halachas of how to run community funds, make sure there's always more than one person involved, so nobody should be suspected of stealing. There are many different halachas that are going to come out, and we'll try to talk about some of them as we typically do. Okay, so let's jump into the Mishnah. So, Shkalim, Dafbez, the Mishnah begins like this. The first day of Adar, Mashmin al Hashkalim. The Mishnah tells us that the Shlichei Bezdin, now the way it worked back in the day, if you look in Hilchas Chayshem Mishpat, that the Bezdin in town would run the entire community. In most communities today, this is not the way things run. Usually you have different, uh, various groups fulfilling community needs, but one could say they are technically appointed by the Bezdin, or the Bezdin is just non-existent, whatever. But back in the day, it was the responsibility of Bezdin to make sure the following things were kept. Number one, Mashmim al-Hashkalim. They would announce, again, first day of Adar, they made an announcement, Pashkavilim, everyone has to bring Shkalim. Not only that, they would also announce al-Hakalayim. Al-Hakalayim, that everyone should make sure that they don't have Kalayim growing in their field. That was, you know, a cross-planting. Uh, cross you have to make sure that things that, you know, random things that were, that, let's say you had seeds that fell on the ground previously and now they're starting to grow. You have to make sure you don't have kalayim in your field. Next. Now, once we mention Adar, we're going to throw in other halachas that come up on Adar. The 15th day of Adar, which is Purim in the in the cities that are Mukafas Chaima Mimois Yeshua Benon, they read the Megillah on the 15th day, like any uh, Rushalayim, right? So, Karnas Megillah Bakraken. So, they read the Megillah in those cities. Now, on the 15th day of Adar, so it's, it's a debate in the Rishonim what this means. Does it mean for those that read Megillah, they're going to work? Or it means, no, everyone else who already kept Purim, so for them it's just Shushan Purim, a day off from school, a day off from work, I don't know, uh, you know, a day to, uh, of a hangover, but go to work the next day, but what do you do? They fixed the highway system that um, got ruined from the winter. And, and now again, this is all in preparation for a little regal. Everyone's going up to the base of to be in the Karim Pesach. So this is either, you know, it makes sense to do it at the end of Adar, in preparation for that, or just simply on an annual basis, it makes sense to do it right after the winter, so you have all the potholes and all the issues that come from winter, so it makes sense to fix it. So, make sure you go measure, make sure all the mikvais are kosher, and they should make sure all the tzarche are done on the 15th day of Adar. So that was the time people would do it. So there is a uh, discussion in the Pisgim if a person is allowed to work on Purim. 
And if you look in the Ramah, Simon Tafresh Tzadivav, he brings out that the minog was is not two. Again, if a person needs two, it's not more chomer than chalamayid. So anything you can do in chalamayid, you can definitely do on Purim. But the Gra brings from our Gemara, since the Arishanim that learn, our, our, so our Mishnah is referring to 15th day of Adar, even in the cities that, that kept Purim on Tesvav, you are still allowed to do Tzarche Mitzvah and Tzarche Rabbin. We're going to have a similar halacha in, in Mesaftas Ma'id Katan, in Hilchas Chalamayid, that Tzarche Rabbin are mutter. Okay, this does come up in the world of Kashras. Can a mashkiach, you know, wash, you know, clean lettuce and do other things? Tzarchiyantiv, uh, there's rabbim involved. It does come up. Okay, Mitzayin Nesekvar. It's another thing that they would do on the 15th day of Adar was they would be Mitzayin, put a tzion, mark off the graves to make sure that the Kahana would know, people would know what's Tameh and what is not climb, And then, although they announced it in the beginning of the month, but now they can actually go inspect it 15th day of Adar, they'd walk around and make sure nobody was growing climb. Very interesting that you see by the climb, they would actually uh, enforce this, uh, this Isser of climb. They'd walk around and make sure nobody is growing climb. Okay, comes along the Gemara. So, Yerushalmi in general, I've gone through a few months after this Yerushalmi, it is much more cryptic and you have to add in a few words. It is not, it's not as easy to read as your Bavli. And you don't have Rashi, so that doesn't help you. Now, you, you, you appreciate Rashi when we don't have Rashi. So the primary, um, the primary period that we'll use is the Taklin Chadatin on the side of the, uh, on the daf. The Taklin Chadatin, I believe, was the Talmud of the Grah. This is the, um, yeah, he was the Talmud of the Grah. And he, went, he established the uh, Inerit Yisrael. Yeah, so a lot of the Tamidei Gra ended up in Yerushalayim. There's the Gra Shul, for those that know, in the Ir Haitika. So that's, uh, that's, that's based on the Tamidei of the Gra. And this Takan Chatan wrote one of the most important Svarim in the Hilchas Shvisas Aretz and the Halachas Atluyis Aretz called the Pasa Shulchan. Talks about Hilchas Chala, Hilchas Shmita. So important safers. He wrote the Pirish Taklin Chatan. Okay, so comes along the Gemara, the Gemara like this. The Lama. Why specifically do we have to make this announcement on the Shkalim on the first day of Adar? You want to give people time to be able to bring it to the base of Medesh. So the way it worked was that they had a few different times throughout the year that they would draw or make a withdrawal from the the Lishka. So what happened was, you had your fiscal year from Nisan to Nisan, and there was one big, well, let's assume for now we'll get into the details later, all the money was collected and placed into a box. Okay? We'll get into the details, what this box looked like, how many boxes. Then at three times of the year, imagine the box is like the safe deposit box, and three times throughout the year, they would withdraw money from the box, this called, it is called the Trumas Halishka, and that money would go like from their savings account to the checking account, and now it could be used to fund and to pay for purchase animals, purchase you know different things that the, that the base of Mikdash needed. This would be done three times throughout the year. The first time they're doing that is Rosh Chodesh Nisan, that's the beginning of the new year. So if there's no money from this year, there is no way for you to withdraw it. Now, another halacha we didn't mention yet is that we're going to see that the money used had to have come 
for this year. Meaning you can't use last year's cash for this year's carbonized. So Echa Benisan, we need to have new money here. This is a cash flow issue. We need to have new money here for, tw- for, for the next year before I could take cash and purchase a lamb for the Tamash Shachar that morning. So we need to fund it before the year starts. It's not a Heimish business here. You can't pay later. You got, the money has to be up front. So because of that, I need 30 days in advance to be shekel, announce, hey guys, we have to fund the Beis HaMikdash, fund the Mishkan, and that's how we do 30 days. So, okay, typically in Yerushalmi means V'amar, and Abishmuel Baritzik says, the reason why they did it is, we're doing it the same day that they originally did. It says in the Passover, we just had this in Chumash, the first day of the month, that's when the Mishkan was put up. Then you have the 12 days of the Nesim, right? That the truma was taken on that day. So is the first day is of, of taking of the new truma is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Echad Nisan is the first day, and since that was done uh, the first the first time in history, we'll assume that Kitchilasa that in future generations we will always do it Kitchilasa. That's the first opinion of how we know that the first day of Nisan was when we needed all the funds to be there by, so that we could make a proper. Withdraw. Rabbi Tavi says in the name of Rabbi Yoshio B'Shem Kahana. Nehemiah Kahana says by the Rosh Chodesh. It says I'll read you the pasuk. Zos Olas Chodesh B'Chodshay L'Chodeshe Hashana. When Nehemiah Lahalon it says Chodesh L'Lachem Rosh Chodesh Mishin Hu L'Lachem L'Chodeshe Hashana. Ma Chodesh Nehemiah Lahalon In One Elam Nisan. The months of the year are from Nisan. Av Chodesh Nehemiah Kahan in Sefer Bamidbar as talking about the Trumas the the Truma In Moinin. So you see that we start counting from Nisan. So it makes sense that the fiscal year starts with Nisan. So all the money has to be there by day one. Rabbi Yoyna said that Rabbi Tava, he left the uh, beginning of the Brisa and he only said the end of the Brisa. Isn't it? The following, the Tani, we learned in the Brisa says in the Pasuk, and the Torah says, you have to bring the new the 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 carbon from the new truma. I would think every single month you would do it, Tamalemer, that the Khadesh Echad who termina. One month just in one month, meaning which we're gonna call Nissan right now, you you uh, collect the money for the entire year. You're not going to do a monthly collection. It's just an annual thing. Any month, so we have another source of that we count, we, the, the fiscal year begins in Nisan. On the first day of Nisan, we have three different opinions. One was from the original Kitchilasa. The second one was from Chadshe Chadshe. And here we have a longer one, Zois Olas Chadshe Chodesh Bechadshe, that it's, uh, it says Chadshe, uh, it's, it's a similar, similar limud, but a little more elaboration. And that's how you know that we start counting the fiscal, we start calculating the year from Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Next, 
מהו משמינן? What does it mean? The Mishnah says, באחד באדר משמין, what does משמין mean? רב הונא אמר מכריזן, we announce it as we said, that's what it means, we, we announce it. היכמד את אמר, as it says in the Pesach, ויתנו כל ביהודי וירושלים. So it says, the Pesach מדברי הימים, they did a collection called מסס מוישה עבד על קימה יסור במדבר, so that was talking about מוישה רבינו collecting money, so you see from here, Vayitinu Kol, that there was this proclamation, and we do this every year. That's what Mashmian means. It means to be machris, to announce. Next, Tamon Teninan. We learned in a Bryce, in a Mishnah, over there in Masechus Megillah. It says, There's no difference between the first Adar and the second Adar. Let's say you had an Ibrayar, you had a second Adar. I think next year we have this. So, there's no difference between the first two, except for Mikra Megillah, Matanus Levianim. Rabbi Simon, Rabbi Simon, B'Shem Rabbi Shuban Levi says, Af Shimua Shekolam V'Kalayim B'Neim, that we announce it by, it's also different, we only announce it by the second one, the second other, even if you announce it by the first other, you would still have to repeat it by the second other. So, although the, the Mishnah the beginning of the Mishnah sounds, the meaning of the Mishnah itself, sounds like we would announce it uh, at both. Rabbi Simon says the specific time where we, we care about the, the, um, the Kalayim and the Shkalim is going to be the second Adar. And we'll touch upon this more in tomorrow's daf regarding the differences between Adar Rishon and Adar Shani. But let's focus just on this. We're going to take out the next line. It's in parentheses. We'll take it out. So, Amar Rabbi Yossi, V'yas, and Rabbi Shumalevi makes sense, meaning Rabbi Simon quoted in the name of Rabbi Shumalevi, that it's specifically the Adar Shani, the second Adar, that we're going to make this announcement for the Shkalim and the announcement for the Klaim. Why? So let's think about it. Why are we doing these announcements? And the point was, we want people to bring the funds to the Beis HaMikdash at the proper time. When's the proper time? First day. Of Nisan, and we assume that thirty days of of prep, should, thirty days of announcements, should suffice to get to get people to bring their 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 uh, their, their money. So, what does that mean? Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni, thirty days, right? Imat Amar Rishon. So, big deal. What if I do it Adar Rishon? Ad Kedoyin is Peshat Shitin Yom. That's sixty days in between. Now, what happens when you have too much time? So, inverse. Uh, you know, relationship between the amount of time people have and getting things done. Like there's a, there's a line that says, if you, give, uh, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. But there's a psychology that if you have so much time, you don't end up doing it. I know some, uh, some uh, executive directors of organizations, they specifically will not mail out the, their dinner date until uh, you know, a week or two. They'll say, save the date. But the actual invitation, the program... They will not send out until uh, you know 15 days before the actual event because if it's too long in advance, people just end up chucking it. Or it's just a good excuse for not having their act together until a week before. But uh, we'll, we'll be malamit tzchus that they are they're using this gemara. The gemara says you give people too much time, they're not going to get it done. That's regarding the shkalim. What about the kalayim? Klum af nikarin. The point was, you're going to go send inspectors to go look at people's fields. They're not digging down. They have to see if anything's growing. So the later in the season, the better. So it makes sense. You'll wait for Adashini not to, not to uh, 
go Adarishan. So im Oimer at by Adarishan ad kedoin inon dakinan. So but if you're going to tell people to go Adarishan, and obviously if there's an Adarishan here, it means that Adar is very early and it's still cold outside. So the the plantation the plants have not yet grown. So what are you looking for? There's not going to be anything there. And therefore, uh, at that point, the plants are still very small, and it's not going to be helpful. Rabbi Chizkia asked the following question. Okay. Now that you told me we should do so if the purpose is to make sure we have the cash in the base Hamikdash, in the Mishkan, so why does 30 days suffice? So we'll give you that you estimated that 30 days is enough. But that's not across the board, across the globe. 30 days might help for people in Eretz Yisrael to get their act together and bring the cash. But people in Bavel, they need a longer time. So maybe we should start in the beginning of the winter. Start already from Sukkot. Bring your shkal, bring your your uh, your shekel, and then uh, at some point over the next hundred days they'll bring it. Like a day shavu, so shiklein by nasan v'titam shumas lishkam in a chadash v'zmana bechbenisan. If we need all the funds to be here bechbenisan, it takes a lot of time for the money to actually get here. We're going to discuss how the money got there. Was it uh, you know the shipping and the handling? We'll discuss that soon. But it took a lot longer back in the day. It took a lot longer uh, to go from get from Bavel to the base of Midrash than from Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara says, "Hasid Rabbi Ula Kumei Rabbi Mana." Rabbi Ula said the following: There are three times of the year, as we mentioned earlier, three times of the year where they did the Trumas Halishka. What does the Trumas Halishka mean? So they got together a few people. There was uh, more than ten people actually involved in this Trumas Halishka, and three times a year they would make this big uh, withdrawal from the main fund and bring it to the operating fund, and that operating fund will be used to pay for the Karbanas. So three times a year they would do it. Why would they do it? We'll see in a moment. So B'fraisa Pesach, 15 days before Pesach, B'fraisa Tzeres, 15 days before Shuvah, B'fraisa Chag, 15 days before Sukkot. So, Amar Lei, Loi Amar, Ilan, Meaning, isn't pshat like this? The Elaine decreeing before Yisra Pesach, those that are close to Yerushalayim, they're close, they're they're in Eretz Yisrael, so or they're close by, so their their coins will be used in that first lishka because they're right here. They put that money in right away. It'll be used that first withdrawal. But Elaine, they're hiking before Those that are further away, their money will only be used by the second. By the second Trumas Halishka, before Shuas, Vila and the Rechaik, and those that are extremely distant, then Minahim Bepraisachag. So when Sukkot comes around, that's when their money will be used. And there is no reason to start announcing earlier, at 30 days before Adar, everyone has to give their money, we'll have enough for the first, for the first uh, quarter or the first third, it's not even a third, it's the first few weeks, from that initial giving of the people close by, they would do it right away. And the people in Bavel, they would fund the final one, the final one that's done right before Sukkot. So the Gemara says, Amar Lei says, no, that's not true. Everyone had to give it before Nisan. They didn't mean you gave it during the year. You gave it before Nisan. So then, so why did... We, why do we have it that there's three times that we do this lishkas, trumas halishka, 
So the Gemara says, Kedilasis Pumbiladavar. You want to make a big, big deal. You want to publicize it. If you look in the, uh, in the Taklan Chaditin, about a third of the way down, he says that these three times of the year, people would go up to the base of Middash, and everybody would be there. And if they would, and there was a whole procedure of ceremonial procedure of the of the Chuma Salishka, they would a few lines in he says that it was to publicize and to to give excitement that guys look what's happening. That's our money. When they're taking the, the Truma Salishka, every single one of us has donated to it, and they could see their money being used for karbanis. So it's more like a Kiddush Hashem publicizing it, publicizing, making it into an event. But from a back office standpoint, and we'll get to more of this later, everyone was supposed to give their money before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And once that money's in, there's, you know, it's allocated, everything's good. They do these withdrawals throughout the year just to publicize it, but it's not that it gives people more time to bring their cash before the final withdrawal. That wasn't the point of it, and therefore, it's not a kasha. Now, at this point, the Gemara is still at a kasha. Why don't we start from the beginning of the winter? We're not going to answer it at this point. Let's continue the Gemara. So once we mention uh, a lot of time and people being lazy, the Gemara has a little bit of... I got it here. So Rabbi Yehuda Bar Pazi B'Shem Rabbi, he says like this, Hey Nikra, Veloini Boaz. How could I read these psukim, the following psukim, and not be nervous, and not be scared about this, uh, the Yitzhahara, and, you know, be nervous to read these psukim? What does the Pasuk say? It says, Letoiva, when we're going to see how the psukim describe the actions of, of Klai Yisrael differently when it comes to Letoiva, when it comes to Lera. When it comes to doing good, when it comes to doing evil. The taiva, when it comes to bringing a davis, when we gave a dava to the Beis HaMikdash, for the Mishkan, it says, the Pasuk says, All those that had a nidiv, a giving heart, they gave. So there were individuals, and we love them, respect them, beautiful. But when it came to evil, everyone threw in their money for the ego. So... How can I read that Pasuk? When it comes to Taiv, eh, some people gave. They were nice. When it came to Ra, everybody gave. The Taiva, additionally, so I was talking about giving money. The Taiva, Vayotzi, Moshe took the Om, the Kresel, came in a Machna, the Ratz, Vatikrivu, and Eli Kulchem. Everybody came. When it came to to uh, to Kabbalah Satara, Moshe had to schlep them to the mountain. Vayotzi, Moshe, Sa'am, Lura. You don't have to make an announcement. Everybody was there. Vatikrivu, and Eli, Kulchem. They all came together. Lataiva, when it came to saying thank you to Kadesh Baruch Hu, seeking Shira, Hakara Satayv, it says, Az Yashem, Moshe, Vnei Yisrael. That then, Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, Vnei Yisrael, it seems like only Moshe and then the Vnei Yisrael. Lura, Vatisakola, Eda. Everybody complains. So sometimes you have the, the good, few people get involved, say thank you. To complain, everyone has a voice. Amar Chiyabar Abba, another pasuk. It says by Tzafan, he says, They woke up early. They woke up early to Hishchisu called Ali Laisam, and through that they did so many wrong things. And Vadezar, all the other things they did by by waking up early. The pasuk says, talking about the Egel, that they woke up early. So that excitement, that waking up early, there the Pesukim also say they were dancing. The dancing, the waking up early, the dancing for Ra, that's also in contrast to 
to doing things with tithe. So you see this in life. Sometimes you see uh, some people, they, they will never you know, donate something for, for a sheer, but when it comes to a Super Bowl party, they're there. They're spending their money. They are very excited about it. So there's nothing wrong with the, with the party, but a person should not have his life be written that when it comes to Lara, there's Vaispark of Kalaam. Everyone's excited. When it comes to Latoiv, okay, there were individuals, cognitive lave, select few. And the same thing applies to the appreciation and the and the complaints in life. Why, why does it have to be that the Az Yashemaisha of Israel only individuals did it, but 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 Lara, Vatisa Kala Eda. So it's definitely a, a Musr lesson to be learned. I have a friend, he's a Gabba in a shul somewhere. And he told me that there are individuals in a shul that they spend more money annually on their Netflix subscription than their shul donation. So I guess everyone's using their Netflix subscription in town, but it's uh, sad, right? And that there's a there's a uh, there's this contrast, and this is not a new thing. This is something that's part of our nature, and that is what Rabbi Yehuda of Arpazi was saying. Hey, Nick Rivaloy Nebas, I'm reading these psukim and I'm getting nervous. You know, what's with myself? What's with you know, self-awareness and, and being real with myself, what's going on in my own personal life, that there's an excitement, there's the waking up early, there's giving money, there's the, the loud, the, the singing when it comes to one part of life, but the other part of life is more fashlap, you wake up late, don't give the money, so definitely a muster piece of this daf. Okay, Amrav, ain't at I don't understand this, this, uh, this nation, because they collected money for the eagle, everybody gave, so they have, you know, conflicting uh, personalities here, no, it's not true, it's that the gold of the kaparas, and the gold that we gave to the base of Mitosh came and actually was a kapara vichapar alzav shell eagle. It was a kapara for the gold of the eagle. One more Gemara. Rabbi Chagai B'Shem Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman says, Shalosh Truma is never B'Parsha Zois. There were three times the Torah says Truma in the parsha of Vayikhli Truma. And which three are these? So number one, Truma's Hadanim. The Truma of Hadanim, the sockets for the uh, Mishkan. It said in the Pasuk, it says... Uh, the Gemara analyzes the differences. Trumas hamishkan lemishkan, mashi yirtu yasu. That uh, whatever they wanted to give for the trumas hamishkan, they gave. Trumas shkalim the carbon. The trumas shkalim went for the carbon for the carbonize. Mashi yirtu. There's different gersays in the Gemara, but we'll go with this one. Mashi yirtu yasu. Whatever they wanted to do with that money, so the treasurers could use that money for whatever carbon they wanted. However, they still didn't allow people to donate. Whatever they wanted, the pasuk said, everyone has to be uniform, and therefore everyone gave a machtza shekel. yad kulon shave. And shemus donim also the same thing that the treasurer could do what he wants, but everyone had to be give the same. Some rishonim learn everyone had to give the same amount, but the amount could change on a yearly basis. They could decide, okay, this year we're giving a thousand dollars, and everyone has to the uniform 
uh, bill is going to be $1,000. But everyone has to give the same amount. As the Pasuk says, as the Gemara continues, so you see that that, that that actually sheds light on the previous Gemara. Even it says, Even it says, and lost is a Shem, and therefore, according to this Rav Avon, all three Shumas of the Mishkan, the Adanim, the Shkalim, and the and the Mishkan, all three of them had to be that everyone gave the same amount to Ashla Yarbe Vada Layam. So we'll stop here, and in Ritzchem will continue. The next piece of the Gemara gets into a little bit of, of Purim stuff, Chamisha Asr Ba'adr, and we'll continue with Shkalim Daf Gimel.